Welcome to Bakersfield First Assembly of God's podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. So with all my kids up here in the front, every Sunday in Kids Church, we start off the same way. We start off with a memory verse. So I did this with you guys last Family Sunday, and we all hung in pretty good. We did a challenge, grown-ups versus kids. So we're going to learn a new memory verse, and I'm going to show you guys a different way that we learn it in Kids Church this time. So I'm going to come down in front of you guys. All right, and kids, go ahead and stand on up. And adults, you can watch them first. Watch and learn the experts. I'm going to teach you guys the verse, okay? Ready? We're going to say, but those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. And then we're going to end the verse right there, Isaiah 40, 31. It's a little bit longer than that, but we only have one day to learn it. So we're going to stop it there, okay? You guys think you can do it? Okay, one more time. Repeat after me. Ready? But those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Okay, adults, do you guys think you can do it now? All right, adults, stand up to your feet too. Okay, this time we're going to move up to doing it all together, okay? All at the same time. Ready? Go. But those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Pretty good. Okay, kids, you want to do your favorite way of doing it and try it double speed? Yeah. Yeah? Adults, do you guys think you can hang with double speed? I don't know. Do you guys think you can do it, kids? Okay, here we go. Ready? Double speed. Ready? Go. But those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Oh, it's a new verse. We usually don't do this with a new one. Do you want to go all the way to triple speed, kids? Adults, can you hang with triple speed? Oh, the adults aren't sure they can do it. Do you guys think you can do better than the adults? Okay, here we go. Triple speed. Ready? Go. But those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Good job, kids. Sit down right there on the steps for me. Hold on, I'm going to start doing this. Okay, and now you got to turn your bodies to face forward because I'm going to help us learn this verse with an object lesson. Do you guys like object lessons? Okay, so with this object lesson, we got a couple things. I have a balloon. This balloon's all empty. There's just air inside of it. It's all empty, but then I have another balloon. This balloon has water inside of it. Okay, so you guys ready to put on your imagination caps? Okay, we're going to pretend like this balloon is filled with something really important. It's filled with a knowledge of God. It's filled with a trust in God. Can you guys imagine that? Yeah, that would be like if one of us is filled with a trust in Jesus. We trust in God. And this one, it doesn't have that. It doesn't trust in God. Okay, you guys got those two things? Okay, and now... I have something else. I have fire. Fire. Okay, we're going to put on our imagination caps with the fire too. This is going to represent some hard things that happen in life. Some hard things. We can also sometimes call them trials. So a hard thing that might happen might mean that kids at school are being mean to you. It might mean things are going on at home that are really hard. It might mean that somebody gets sick or dies. It might even hurt. Yeah, hard things that happen. So this fire represents that. Do you guys got that? Okay, so we got the balloon that doesn't believe in God. This one has nothing, nothing inside. 
What do you think will happen if the fire touches this balloon? You think it'll pop? Okay, if you don't like loud noises, cover your ears. Okay, ready? Yeah. It popped just like we thought. Here, thank you, Jenna. So, this balloon, this balloon was filled with something. It's filled with water. The water reminds us of being filled with a knowledge of Jesus, that we trust in God with everything in us. This balloon is going to face the very same fire. Remember, the fire was the hard things in life, was when somebody we love gets sick, when something bad happens at home, when something is hard going on. The very same trial or bad thing is going to face this balloon. What do you think is going to happen to this one? Let's see. I got the trial. And it's going to touch the balloon. But it doesn't. Look. You can see I'm touching it right there to it. It's not even popping. But look at the bottom of the balloon, you guys. It got burnt. You see, that helps us to understand what we're learning today. That when we have a trust in God, when we let God fill our lives, it helps us stand up to the trials. It doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. Sometimes they still hurt and it still leaves marks. But God will give us the strength to make it through the trials. All right, you guys can go back to your seats for me, kids. So, grown-ups, we're going to continue talking about this. The object lesson was for the kiddos to see and visualize what we're learning about. Oh, my hair keeps getting stuck in my mic. The object lesson was for the kids to see and understand these big truths about God. But we know the big truths about God are for us and the kids and everybody in between, the teenagers, the seniors. God's word is for everybody. And so this object lesson, we can relate to that. Even though the words I was using were words for our young kids, we all go through trials too. We all go through hard things in life. The world is broken by sin. And because of that, the world stinks sometimes. Sometimes bad things happen and we wish that they didn't. I so wish that nobody in this room would ever have to be touched by the trials of life. But that's just not reality. We live in a world that's broken by sin and because of that we are going to face hard times. But God's word is what gives us the strength to stand up in the middle of those hard times. I'm going to read us a verse. We're going to go back to the verse I taught the kids earlier and add a little bit of context. Go back farther a few verses. Isaiah 40, we're going to go back to verse 27 says, why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. And here's the part that we learned together. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Or the wording I taught the kids was those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. This is the kind of hope that we're talking about. It's a kind of hope that goes deeper than just, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I know his word. It's a hope that says, I know who God is. I have a correct understanding of my God. And when we have that kind of hope, that is what lets us stand up under the trials. We can break this verse down a little bit more and actually look at some of the t- ways that it describes God. It says, he is the everlasting God. This means that God doesn't exist 
in a finite timeline like we do. God has no beginning and he has no end. He always is. And when we are facing the trials, they have a beginning and they will have an end. And so we can trust God. When we pray to him, when we talk to him, when we put our hope in him, we can say, God, I know that you have an answer to this prayer. It might not be in the timeline we want or expect, but it's in his timeline and he has an answer to it. Having a correct understanding of who God is helps our hope and trust in him to be strong enough to endure the trials. This verse also says that he is the creator of the universe. That means that no problem could ever be too big for him. God is bigger than we could even begin to imagine. He can answer questions that scientists haven't even thought to ask yet. He is so big and so powerful. And that can help us when we go through these trials, when we're dealing with mental health issues, when we're dealing with conflict in family, when we're dealing with financial problems, when we're facing trials that are big, we can trust that God is bigger. He is the creator, God. God also never grows tired. He says he never grows tired or weary. And that understanding of God can help when we're facing a trial that we might have brought on ourselves. So we live in a world that's broken by sin, but we are also broken by sin. And sometimes we run into trials that we might have caused. Maybe we keep struggling with the same sin over and over. We know we shouldn't be doing something, but we keep doing it. In those situations, we can come back to this verse and remember that our faith is in a God who never grows tired. He never gives up on us, no matter how much we mess up. He will stand with us in the middle of the trial, even if the trial was our own doing. He never grows tired. And best of all, he's omniscient. That means he knows everything. He knows what tomorrow holds. And he has a good plan for our lives. And trusting in that God, putting our hope in that God is what gives us the strength to make it through the trials. Now, what I like about this object lesson is it shows us the reality of the world. Yeah, it didn't pop, but it still burned. It still burned. It left a mark that's still on this balloon. And when we go through trials, it might leave marks on our heart. It might leave marks on our lives that might be with you until you go and you meet Jesus again in heaven. The world is hard. And when we are facing those hard things, that's when we need to go back to scripture and we need to grow our trust in God. We need to let him fill us so much that there is no way that we can be out of his trust. When we have our faith so much, there's nowhere that the trial could hurt us because we are with God. We are safe in his arms. And what I challenge you is if you're going through a trial right now, I challenge you to go look at who God is. Take some time to go back in his word and study the names of God. On the Bible app that's free on everybody's phone, you can go and you can download devotionals. They have so many devotionals on the character of God or on the names of God that can help us get a right view of who he is, that can help us withstand the trials. But you know what? This, this verse also teaches us something else. Because sometimes when we're going through really hard things, it might feel like God's word alone isn't enough. And we know that's not true. God's word is sufficient for every problem, but it might not feel that way in the moment. And that's okay. God's word also provided an answer to that. In this verse we read, Isaiah said, do you not know? Have you not heard? Isaiah was talking to the Israelites while they were in captivity. They did know, and they had heard. They were God's people. They had the word. They knew God's promises. And yet Isaiah comes before them and says, do you not know? Have you not heard? He takes the time to remind them of God's goodness. If you're not currently going through a trial, find somebody around you who might be. 
Find someone around you who you can encourage and speak life over. We can't always fix the trials they're going through, but we can walk with them in the middle of it and say, do you not know? Maybe you've forgotten. Let me tell you, God is omniscient. God knows everything. There's no problem too big for him. He is the creator. God never grows tired. We can tell God all these things we know and pour that truth into them. That's what it means to be a church. That's what it means to be a family. Is that we don't leave people to face the trials alone. We don't want anyone to ever feel like they're walking through this alone because they don't have to. There's so many of us here in this room and we have God's presence in us. We can help pour that into others and say, do you not know? Have you not heard? God is amazing and he will get you through this trial. It's hard, but he will give you the strength you need. You just need to put your hope in him. Pastor Elizabeth is going to come up and continue talking about this. so much, Pastor Janelle. Isn't she amazing? She's amazing. And our, uh, and our kiddos get to learn from her every week. It's awesome. Okay, so um, I, I'm sorry I don't have my verses up there. Actually, it's one verse. So, uh, and we're going we're gonna to get into it. Um, so if you guys have your Bible or Bible app or Bible knowledge, uh, you can pull from whatever, but it's a very common verse that we all have probably read at some point. It is Philippians 4 through uh, 11 through 13, right? I'm sure you guys, we typically say the end of it. We typically say, uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? Um, I cannot tell you how many times my mother has said that to my brother and I. Uh, I mean, anytime, literally anytime we're going through something, she's like, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And we're like, yeah, thanks, Mom. Okay, thank you, you know. Um, but it's, it's a common one, right? We, we hear it a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to read it, um, and I'm going to try to read it slowly. <laughs> Sorry, I know I, can, uh, I know I can get going. Okay, here we go. So in the NIV, it says, um, I am not saying this because I am uh, in need, for I have learned to be content Uh, In whatever the circumstance, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Now, I love love the the way that it is put here because it says, I know the secret, right? And And we like that. We're like, ooh, let me in on that secret, right? I know the secret to, be, to contentment. And a lot of times we think of contentment as like satisfaction, right? But the word in the Greek here is actually more along the lines of accustomed to. Uh, so what he's saying here, uh, well, I have another translation for you. This kind of this brings it into that, into that uh, accustomed to wording. Uh, I know how to live humbly and I know how to abound. I am accustomed to any and every situation. To being filled or being hungry, having plenty or having need. Another one, the New Living Translation, uh, says it like this. I know how to live and on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or with little. I am sure probably a, a large majority of us have gone through a season in life where you didn't have a lot. Maybe you're in that season now, right? Uh, there was a time when Stuart and I, 
were uh, expecting our first child, and we had no jobs, and we ate eggs uh, pretty much all the time. Uh, now, this was back when eggs were cheaper, okay? Eggs now are ridiculous, but back when eggs were cheaper, right, it was good protein, it was easy to make, we had a lot of, you know, oh man, all the different recipes you could do with eggs. Uh, or top ramen, right? Dude, top ramen and eggs, you know, just mix that baby up, it's good stuff. You got protein and carbohydrates. Uh, so, right, we have, we have these seasons of life that we go through that um, you don't have a lot, right? And, and we think about here when Paul's saying, I have the secret to contentment. I have the secret to being accustomed to, to being able to live, to being able to survive in any and every situation, to make it through those top ramen and, and egg times. It's Jesus, right? That's what he's saying. I can do all this through Christ who gives me strength. We, we use this a lot, like I was saying, when we go through hard things, right? Or, or we're about to do a hard thing. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe you're going in for a job interview. Uh, and you're like, okay, and you're, you're prepping yourself. And you're like, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, you know. And you're really nervous. I mean, I get, obviously, you can tell I have a lot of nervous energy. And so, like, for me, like, repeating stuff like that's really good for my brain. Uh, and so you're like, okay, 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 right? And then, uh, or maybe you have a difficult family member, the holidays are approaching, right? And uh, you know this family member is going to be at Thanksgiving and or Christmas and or whatever. And you're in your bedroom and you know they're coming. And you're like, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can deal with this family member. Uh, please, Lord, help me, right? Uh, and or maybe a coworker. Okay, a friend who's just being a pill. Uh, we, we use this a lot as kind of that reassurance for our spirit, right? Like, I can do this. I can make it through this. And that's okay to use it in that way, right? That's also true. You can do it. You can make it. Um, but more so, Paul is saying, I can do this. I can thrive. I can survive. I can be content. I can adapt. I can be accustomed to anything, I can live through anything, even if the co-worker is still difficult, even if the family member never, ever, ever changes, right? Uh, even if you don't get that job that you interviewed for, right? You're praying for it. You go into it. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, and you come out of it with no job, right? You still, you still, we still can be content, can live through it, can be accustomed to whether good or bad, which is kind of, you know, again, what Pastor Janelle was talking about um, from Isaiah, right? Because Jesus, that's why. So uh, the Amplified Bible says it this way, which I love because it, um, if any of you guys have read that translation, it kind of gives little parentheses and it just goes deeper into it. It says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. And I love that, right? I want that, right? I want to feel equal to whatever challenge in Christ's sufficiency with his strength and his peace in me. So how do we do this, right? We rely on Jesus. Okay, well, how? Uh, what's the practical application, right? The very uh, simple, since we don't, you know, I won't keep you guys here for 16 hours on a lecture about this, but you could go real deep with this stuff. Uh, but the, the simple answer is we pray, right? Because the more 
You, let's say you want the strength of Jesus. Who do you have to hang out with to get the strength of Jesus? Jesus, right? Like my parents, both of them growing up, they were um, very wonderfully protective. <laughs> and uh, they monitored who, we, uh, who our friends were, right? And so uh, we were annoyed at this as young children. Uh, but they would always say, you are who you hang out with, Right? So if you're hanging out with people who are speaking life into you, chances are you're going to overflow with life. If you're speaking it, if you're with people who are toxic and who are constantly bringing you down or are constantly speaking just like negatively over you, uh, chances are you're going to walk around not feeling too great uh, regularly. Um, so we, so we want to hang out with Jesus, right? We want to pray. Now, I'm going to talk about the brain for a second because I love the brain and it's really cool. Uh, and so just bear with me just for, just for a moment. There was a study done by Westmont College, and it recorded the effects of prayer on your brain. So they, they identified uh, several things that could be discovered. First is that it strengthens a unique neural circuit that specifically enhances our social awareness and empathy right? Which is cool. Uh, meaning it helps us love our neighbor. It helps us develop a, a, like a heightened sense of compassion. And then the second is something called neuroplasticity. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, so scientists used to believe that your brain, once it grew, it stayed the same size uh, and it never changed and it never uh, kind of went outside of that. But the reality is you can continually grow your brain. You continually um, develop your brain. It's not like fixed like a plastic mold. It's more nimble. Um, so the result, how you, how you continue to develop your brain is the experiences and behaviors that you engage in every day, right? So when we are intently and consistently focused on our spiritual values, praying, we actually are increasing the blood flow to our frontal lobes, which are the, the little guys up here. You got two of them. And they're right there. Uh, and you're increasing blood flow to this area, right? This area is, uh, it has empathy, thinking, emotions, personality, judgment, uh, self-control, muscle control. Lots of things happen in this area of your brain. And prayer ignites it, okay? So when you are praying, this part of your brain is very, very active. Uh, they even, they did a scan, right, where they they're actually have people hooked up to people who are not praying and people who are hooked up to our, people who are praying. And it's lit up on the scans, right? So time with God activates us. It grows us. It develops us. It strengthens our brains. It literally, physiologically increases our blood flow, right? Which is, which is amazing. I mean, how cool is that, right? Like, it's, God covers all bases, right? Spiritual, physical, like, he's, he's got it. Um, so when Christ empowers us, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have a, you know, a painless life. All of us, I think at one level or another can, can attest to that, right? There, there is pain. And like Pastor Janelle was showing, right? There's pain that even sometimes leaves marks, right? That leaves scars. Um, there are good seasons, which is great, but Christ can empower us to live content, to learn and grow and pour out that love of Jesus, no matter what our circumstances are. And that's what, that's what Paul is talking about here. We pray, we spend time with him, he strengthens us. A lot of people tell me uh, I'm a mini version of my mother, uh, and like my dad actually sometimes will call me little Sherry. Um, she was the one bouncing up here in the middle with her little jumper, because uh, she's very energetic, and I very much am similar to her, but I also spend a, a lot of time with her, right? I love her, uh, she is 
my best friend. She's the greatest. But I, I spend a lot of time with her. And so her and I mirror a lot of each other's things. Like sometimes we'll say something at the same time in the exact same way. And my brother will go, wow. You know. Um, but it's because I spend time with her. Do we want to mirror Christ? We have to spend time with him. Right? We want to mirror what he does. We want to mirror his strength. We want to be able to get through everything. Not that you're going to be bouncing up and down the rows being like, hooray, like my life is terrible right now, you know. But you're going to be in a space where you can actually be like, thank you, Jesus. You've got me. And, and I can do this. I can do this because you are in me and you can do this, right? So whatever, uh, whatever you are going through, remember this too because it's just so cool. Uh, is the Bible says it, right, but your brain proves it, okay? So you, we have the Bible, and, and it's like Pastor Janelle was saying, right? We have so many answers in the Bible, and it's, it's amazing, right? We have, it's, it's so good. You can read it a million times. Oh, it's all worn. You can read it a million times, and, um, and there's still something that will, that will speak to you differently in this situation as it did, you know, 10 years ago, that same, that same verse. But remember, it... Just as the Bible says it, our bodies are attuned to Christ in how he created us to be attuned to him, right? He, we are activated, we are empowered, we are strengthened, not just spiritually or psychologically, but we are activated and empowered physically, right? To, to do anything and everything, to make it through. Like I said, doesn't mean you're going to be dancing through it, but to make it through it, right? Like, Again, I love that. I love, love, love that um, that illustration, right? Visual learning. The youth and I were always like visual learning because I use a whiteboard a lot with my little stick figures, um, and you can see it. The scars are there, but you're still there. You still made it. You're still on the other end. And a lot of times, those scars actually are what can help others, right? That sometimes when you're going through hard things, and again, you know, my parents said this to us a lot too, is, you know, sometimes what you're going through isn't for you at all. It's for someone else, right? It's, it's that at some point in your life, you might come across somebody who hear, needs to hear just exactly what you have had victory in because of Christ. And, and that testament often is the first initial cornerstone to somebody wanting to know more about Christ, Right when they meet another human, we have that. Janelle was talking about Pastor Janelle was talking about that too. We have another human that is coming alongside us, that is encouraging us. Right, you're the hands and feet of God all the time, guys, and it's awesome. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever is prominently on your mind, whatever is messy, right, uh, whatever is just like, how am I gonna make it through this? Spend some time with Jesus. And, and he will absolutely give you the strength to at least make it through. You might be scarred at the end, but you'll make it. It might not be fixed, but whatever it is, Jesus will, will help you make it through. And, and if you're struggling, like, again, Pastor John was saying, if you're struggling, right, and you're like, I, I can't do this on my, my, on my own, um, no, no one can, okay? I think we sometimes believe the lie that, you know, oh, that person's super strong, they can do it. No, we all need each other. We all need a support system, whether it's family, friends, church, whatever, we all need it. And so just reach out because there's always somebody, always somebody who's willing to, um, who's willing to listen and walk through it with you and encourage you. Um, Okay, so awesome, learning about the strength of God. We love it. 
We love it. Uh, we, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to release the people who are getting baptized, which is so exciting. Uh, this is our baptismal up here with this beautiful flowing river picture. Uh, and so if you are a boy, you go this way. If you are a girl, you go this way. Uh, Pastor Janelle is going to be baptizing our women and Pastor Nathan will be baptizing our men. Um, so you can make your way over there. This is very exciting. We love, I love baptisms. I love it so much. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to have a song. I'm going to pray over us real quick. Um, and then, and then we're going to have a beautiful, wonderful rest of this Sunday in the wonderful weather. Oh, also real quick, we have our trunk or treat coming up. It is at the end of October. It is October 29th. It's a Sunday, uh, Sunday evening. We need candy for it. So it's going to be a free event to the community. Um, and you can sign up your cars and you can do a whole thing. It was super great last year. Um, but we need candy donated so that we can hand candy out to the families of the community or the school, whoever comes to be a part of this event. Um, so we're going to start collecting that here very soon. I don't know if there's a bin out there yet. But um, so if you're, in the, if you're popping through the store and you see a little bag of candy, you can toss it in your cart, maybe find a coupon, you know, and then... Uh, and then bring it here. And we really appreciate it because the, the more candy that we have, the more we can give and, and um, you know, just kind of shine some light. As I always say, food is a love language, right? Candy, chocolate is part of that. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much for your strength and that all we have to do is spend time with you. All we have to do is trust you and you fill us and you empower us and you push us through to the end. We might have scars, we might be a little beat up, but we get to the end with joy and contentment because of you. And I am so, so thankful. Father, I pray for everybody in this room today. I know there is a lot going on. People have all kinds of different situations and struggles and, and illnesses and just everything, God. And you see each one, of, each one of the prayer requests, each one of the things that is just at the front of our minds this morning. And we just lift it up to you, God. We give it all to you, and we ask for your strength in this moment. We ask for your empowerment, that you would walk with us as we go through these, these situations, Father. Thank you so much. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for the people that you are going to bring alongside us to make it through these situations. Father, we love you. We thank you for these baptisms that are happening today. May you be honored, God, in this time of, of publicly uh, stating your faith. And we pray that we would come alongside these people who are being baptized and encourage them. It's such a beautiful thing. Father, we love you. We thank you again for the service, for this beautiful weather. We give the rest of this day to you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You've been listening to Bakersfield First Assembly's weekly broadcast. BFA is located on the corner of California and Marilla Way. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. in person and online on Facebook and YouTube. For more information, check out our website, bakersfieldfirst.com, or download our app from the App Store.